The Fascination of Chemistry, Vaca's Audio Magazine. We welcome you to the second episode of our podcast. Once a month, we take you on a journey into the exciting world of chemistry. Today, we travel to Japan to make a phone call. There is an average of 1.2 cell phones for every German, including newborn babies, toddlers, and the elderly. Cell phone availability is no longer a question of if, but rather how much, and the number of portable devices is continually growing. Wireless phones at home, notebooks for emails on the go, PDAs for surfing the internet on trains. Wireless LAN lets you watch internet videos on your laptop from the comfort of your sofa. All these devices communicate via electromagnetic fields. Ever more waves of differing frequencies surround us, and not everybody is convinced that this is harmless to human health. To be on the safe side, the World Health Organization has established strict limits on electromagnetic fields, which have also been adopted by EU and German lawmakers. Lawmakers from countries all over the world have adopted these limits too, and compliance with these restrictions must be monitored. Which takes us to Fukushima, Japan. Ten typical Japanese figures are sitting there in the production facility of industrial rubber producer Asahi Rubber Incorporated, awaiting their mission. They are all exactly 1.65 meters tall, male, and pitch black. These figures are newly developed rubber phantoms, that is, test models sized to simulate the typical Japanese man. They put their necks on the line for us to ensure cell phone safety. One particular feature is their three centimeter thick rubber skin made of Elastosil M4641J silicone from Vacker, embedded with carbon nanopipes and so-called carbon black. The name carbon black simply stands for soot, but like the high-tech nanopipe material, soot is a nanomaterial in itself. Nanoparticles refer to materials that are only up to 100 nanometers thick, so they are only a hundredth or even a thousandth as thick as a human hair. Nanoparticles have very special properties, which is why they have been a major focus of research in recent years. Carbon nanopipes, for example, conduct heat 15 times better than pure copper and 10,000 times better than water. Coupled with vacuum silicones, these are exactly the properties that make the rubber phantoms a perfect stand-in for humans, at least in terms of their behavior toward electromagnetic fields. Earlier models were filled with a mix of water, organic solvent, and common salt. This mix reacted like human tissue, but it wasn't practical for life-sized models. Another alternative were life-sized ceramic models. For one thing, however, these were very heavy. For another. They were also completely inflexible. During production, you had to choose the phantom's posture, which is then set in stone for the duration of its lab life. In contrast, the rubber phantoms are very flexible. As a result, you can conduct cell phone radiation emission tests with one of them in a walking position, and then repeat the test with one of them holding a wireless LAN laptop on its knees, and yet again while sitting in a car with a hands-free kit. And a cell phone in its jacket pocket. In manufacturing the rubber phantoms, it was crucial that the silicone didn't shrink during curing. After all, the model's inner design, which is entirely focused on low weight, would be squashed. Easy handling also plays a big role. 
For Asahi rubber, customer wishes and not technical limits were the key factor in determining the model's appearance. They are now going on tour with the 10 prototypes, visiting cell phone manufacturers, universities, and research institutes. There are currently only 10 rubber phantoms, though they will go into mass production soon. Nevertheless, they will never match the quantities of their far smaller plastic colleagues, who are the subject of this month's question. Our question of the month. What is the most populous country in the world? That's right, China. India has over 1 billion inhabitants now, too, but no other country comes close to these giants. Yet there is a kingdom with a whopping 2.1 billion inhabitants, and it is growing by around 80 million per year, thus by as many inhabitants as Germany has today. Can you guess the name of this fairy tale kingdom? Well, a fairy tale kingdom is on the mark. It's the world of Playmobil figures. The first Playmobil figure to see the light of day arrived in 1974 in the Bavarian town of Zindorf. Since then, some 2.1 billion of these popular plastic figures, whether miniature men, women, children, or babies, have been sold and inhabit children's rooms around the world. The figures come in all sorts of shapes and colors, plus various accessories such as clothing, tools, and much more make these tiny playmates unique. To ensure that this individuality is as visually pleasing as possible, production of the Playmobil figures also relies on, among other things, elastosil silicon rubbers. The figures therefore retain their colors for a very long time. The figure's basic material is the plastic pellet ABS, or acrylonitrile butadiene styrene copolymers, 16,000 tons of which are processed each year by a company named Geobra Brandstetta. Every second, some two-and-a-half Playmobil figures pop out of the machines, and production of the other parts is highly automated, too. Workflows are so sophisticated that even automotive engineers make a pilgrimage to Playmobil's Bavarian factory to view the manufacture of the miniature figurines and their accessories. But a bit of fun surely also plays a role in these engineers' educational trips. Well, that concludes this month's excursion into the fascinating world of chemistry. More information is available online at www.vacher.com slash podcast. We hope you tune in again next month. Vacher. Creating tomorrow's solutions.